0: hi thank you for joining louisiana sister squad podcast i'm katie and i'm tammy welcome to the show today is going to be an awesome day we have a good friend of mine chef willie here to talk to us a little bit about cooking uh, I also hear that he's got an exclusive recipe that he is going to share for all of our listeners. They'll have access to that, which I'm excited about. And he's going to tell us a little bit about his spice line today, which is very exciting because we are from Louisiana and we like it spicy. Spicy, spicy. All right, Chef Willie, thank you so much for coming on the show and uh and give us a little introduction of who you are and tell us a little bit about yourself
1: so my name is willie of course chef willie um i come from queens jamaica new york Southside jamaica i was born in 1986. Um, my mom is cuban i mean my dad is cuban my mom is west indian and i've been testing and playing with food recipes ever since i was about eight or nine years old i'd say but i got really into it when i was like
0: 12 13. so willie you said you're currently in pennsylvania can you tell us what yes. you're doing on a daily basis out there
1: so uh i recently cut down uh two big old trees they're really it was really big they had a, a ant colony living in them I, they looked very sick and i knew something was wrong with them i just knew something was not right so when i cut the trees down like just a whole colony of ants came out of both trees. Like it was unbelievable. And I built me a greenhouse. I just said, I'll, I'll, that's what I, I really wanted to do that. I've always been interested in having my own greenhouse and I have the time to do that now in the space. So I decided to do that.
0: In disbelief, are you sure it was ants and not
1: termites? 100%, 100% black ants, big, huge black ants, not termites.
0: And good to hear that your greenhouse is going well. So I'm assuming in oh this it is you're growing you're going to be growing or maybe currently growing the the herbs that you're going to be using for yes. your spice blend, right? Can you tell us yes. a little bit more about like what's planted, what will be planted, and how that's going?
1: So one of our main things we want to plant is a uh, fennel. I don't know if you know about fennel, but it is a it's a root kind of like a beet or yeah, it's a beet or like a carrot, and it gets very, it's white, and it gets very big, and it has like these frizzly things at the top that looks like dill. I want to like make our garden, it's going to have a bunch of that inside of there. You're going to have dill, this is one of my prized possessions right here. This is, um you can't really see, I don't know why. Okay, so this is a uh, fennel, it's pickled fennel. It has turmeric, some black peppers, uh, mustard seed, and a couple other things, but that I people don't know about fennel every time I get it any place I go somebody says what is that I'm like this is fennel and nobody knows nobody. what it is so it's a hey, uh, very good
0: taste like?
1: it's so it's kind of if you don't if you eat it regularly like without anything it has like a licorice taste to it kind of if you eat it just plain but if you add it like in salads or you make a stir-fry with it I do like a stir fry with that and mushrooms is very good. And I pickle it, cause it's very good for your digestive system. And it gets you like, it's it's good for your digestive system. It's like the best thing you could possibly have. And a lot of people don't know about it. And it's it's, it's strange. So I incorporate it with a lot of my meals, like, cause it's very so good.
0: So you're planning on using uh, fennel oh, in, in a lot of your dishes. Everything,
1: okay. everything, everything, everything's gonna have fennel in it, everything. So people usually they, they'll cook with like fennel seeds like give it a little like flavor you know but you can plant those they're very hard to grow but once you get them growing that's they get massive they get like huge they could get like watermelon size if you let it do it what it's gonna do it's crazy
2: okay so um i have a question for you we keep referring it to it as your spice line does your spice line have a name yet and have you oh yes
1: yes i have it's called willie's foodie frenzy That's the name of it. Just Willy's Foodie Frenzy all together. Spelled kind of strange because that's what it should be. Because my thing is in life is I mix flavors together. Like any flavor that you can like, that you won't think goes together, goes together when I cook with it. It, It's just, it'll blow your mind. You wouldn't believe it. Because I have this ability to taste things in my head. Or I can like, whenever I look at a spice that I'm going to like create or put together, I just taste it in my head that's it i just taste it and i'm like that's going to be good and i just know whenever i like send people spices that's what it says all organic maybe love
0: uh don't be shocked if some of our listeners reach out and say hey man i know exactly how to get your product into store and then uh don't forget to connect with tammy a bit further um you know when it comes to marketing and stuff like that i'm sure she would be glad to help for sure
1: that's a, that's great i like to hear that. Uh,
0: yeah, for sure. So, one thing I wanted to ask you, um, you know, figuring out what seeds you're going to have, did you find that it was difficult to find like actual organic seeds and things that had been g Oh yeah. GMO? Yes. Because that's the struggle, isn't it?
1: Yes, 100%. 100%. And like all everything that was non-GMO or like Organic, they were sold out completely. Completely sold out. Like, like I was like, oh man. Like some, like there were some things that I wanted that was sold out, but there were a lot of things that I did want that were there too. So, I'm happy with that. But it's so hard. Like the big packets. Like if you're saying like, sometimes it costs like maybe fifty or sixty bucks for, uh, a thirty thousand bag of seeds, organic. But that's that's not bad though. You have thirty thousand seeds now, and if you keep them in the right temperature and right atmosphere you can have them for who knows how long, you know? All you have to do is treat the seed decently, not the greatest, but decently. And that seed will last you for who knows how long because seeds do not really go bad, like they say, unless you treat them like crap.
0: And I think that it would probably make a difference once their GMO is- Oh, definitely probably have a different expiration date on it. I would say that probably with all everything that's happened to us in the past two years, that there's more people that have stepped up and understand the importance of getting organic seeds. So that probably had a lot to do with you running into the problem of being able to find what you needed in order to keep your line growing. What's the most popular spice? So
1: it's a it's a it's called Medecon. It's a, a Mediterranean and Jamaican seasoning. So it's, it's like jerk and kind of, it has like a little, it's like a spice from Israeli called Tatar and like a couple other things in there that just change the offset. And it's very, people love it. People love, that's like as chives, a couple other things, it's, it's crazy. That's one of my favorite ones too. And also I have another one called uh, El Barrio, the NYC. So that means like the hood of New York kind of, it's like in Spanish, that's what that means. It's like the hood basically. And it's a, it's a lemon, uh, lime, uh, pepper with fennel inside of it, it's just so great. It has fennel pollen. It's it's amazing, and you wouldn't even expect those things to mix together. Fennel pollen and lime and salt. It's crazy. Those are my good. two favorite right now.
0: Good, good. Oh. Um, for kitchen essentials, they were asking about pots. Um, if you yes. had uh, a recommended, knowing that you're organic, I would say that you're probably leaning away from things that are like the nonstick and stuff like that so they just asked about like some basic kitchen essentials what you thought was most important to have to make
1: cast iron cast iron cast iron everything and no matter what you do when you wake up in the morning get that cast iron pot out put it on your stove that is the greatest thing you can ever have in your kitchen ever no matter what it's just you good weapon to everything is once you learn how to cook on a cast iron pan everything you make will always be good everything i promise <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, that's my not, that's the most important thing i can tell you honestly
2: okay. <laughs> well you know growing up my mom cooked on cast iron all the time she knew
1: what she was doing
2: yeah and um to this day my dad still does as well and you're right about that and my question for you is what is the best dish you've ever had prepared for you by someone else, and what
1: was it? Uh, it was actually a whole pig. Actually, it was it was amazing. I never had it. It was it was great. It was like outside, just in the woods, a whole pig. It was um. I never had anything like that. It wasn't even any season on there. It was just cooked. It was amazing. I seen the whole process, and I was like, I want to do that, but I, I haven't well, yet. But I will.
0: What the heck was the process for preparing a whole pig? in the wilderness with no seasoning.
1: So they just had cinder blocks. They got like a bunch of cinder blocks and they just built a little thing. There was dirt under it and they just took a bunch of wood, just threw it under there, let the embers get it, and just flattened the whole thing out, pressed it between two metal fences, things they had. I don't know what they were, but they had them and they just cooked it for like six, seven hours. Yeah, so my wife, she doesn't, she'll, she went to, we used to go to these dinners well, my friend, bless his soul, may he rest in peace. Yeah. He, uh, he used to have these things that look like they were pork, but they look, the skin was like very bubbly. And my wife, she do, she does not believe in eating pork in any type of way. She just, she won't eat it. But he got her to eat it. He got, she ate it. And I was amazed because like, I, I haven't got her to eat pork ever. And, and I haven't still. So the only way she said she would eat it is if it was cooked outside. Like, that. I was like, okay, I understand that. So... I related, but she has so, tried it before.
0: So the roasted pig is the way to go. If, definitely, if you're, going, if you're going to eat pork, then the roasted.
1: Hundred percent. I've never experienced pork. anything like that in my life.
0: I should, because yes. it's just <laughs> Of course. If you have any,
2: like really good, tasty, simple vegetarian recipes, I definitely. would definitely love to know those.
1: Definitely, yeah. that's what I was going to put up. That's what I'm going to put up so that you guys can have actually, because it's the simplest thing to make and you can put anything
0: in there. Right. And one of the tips that you said was that, your food, like veggies and stuff like that, don't have to be boring. And I would say that incorporating the spices that you have into the marinade for the veggies ahead of time. So just putting a little bit of thought into what you're doing before you do it can make a world of difference. So we don't have to really change our our style of the one pot meal. What we need to do is just get a little bit more proactive. To say tomorrow this is what I'm throwing in the pot, but today it's gonna sit in these spices. <laughs> <laughs> You guys chill out in here, yeah, these Spices. <laughs> it's true. What I
1: what I use is my base, so I let things marinate a lot. My base is basically sesame seed oil, like just the potentest sesame seed oil you can possibly find. That and soy sauce. That's all you need, and a little bit of spices, like a little bit. No, because the spices basically have salt in it, or they have a good take like cumin. I use a lot of cumin, granulated garlic, granulated onion, and a bunch of other stuff. Like they'll like uh, the list can go on. Zatar. I don't know if you have heard of Zatar before, but Zatar is like my secret weapon. It is uh it's basically a Middle Eastern spice. It's Z A A T R T A R Zatar. Two A's. It's just unbelievable. The best spice I've ever came across in my life. You can add it on the end of anything and make it great
0: well as a spice expert if it's your favorite and you say that it's the best we have to
1: try it. no matter where i go i take it with me no matter where i go i always have zatar with me
0: i i wanted to ask you about um you know we asked what's the favorite thing that's ever been prepared for you but what is your favorite dish that you've prepared for yourself so
1: far i did uh i, I used to have dinners at my house in brooklyn before i moved to Pennsylvania, like right before. So I got invited to help out my friends to do this dinner. The one I would keep talking about. I love that guy so much. I love him so much. He made me want to just do my dinners. So we had this thing that was like uh, fried eggplant squares. They cut them into squares. They dipped them in egg, they breaded them and they put them in a deep fryer. So basically I did that and I had some pasta and then I had some, uh, some duck prosciutto like very good, like duck prosciutto that I had let marinate in some soy sauce and sesame seed oil. And I cooked them on a fry, a cast iron pan. Like it was so unbelievable. And I I, put that on top of there with some zucchini, with well, not zucchini, with the eggplant squares and some pasta and I just served it to everybody. And they they didn't know what it was. I had to, like, I had the menu on my wall and they read it. It was like, that's duck prosciutto. I was like, it's so crazy. It was great. That was the greatest thing I've ever made, ever.
2: That's awesome. And it sounds really good. And um, yeah, fried eggplant is uh, pretty common down here in the South. Uh, We ate that growing up all the time. Because, you know, people duck hunt here is pretty common. They say, oh, I don't like duck. And I said, duck is awesome. The thing is, it's very rare that you actually come across someone who really knows how to cook it. So that's definitely something I would try. It sounds amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah, duck is a, a very interesting thing to cook in general. I love duck. And I also love eggplant. Twitter. I have so that was when you said eggplant, it like touched me so deep because my mother she used to make eggplant parmesan like every week. And I remember one time I got so mad, I was like, I don't want any more eggplant. <laughs> she was making eggplant parmesan like every day for like week. I was like, I don't want anymore, mom. And she was like, Eat this eggplant. But I, when you said that to me, it just made me laugh so hard. I'm sorry. That's great oh man
2: <laughs> yeah that sounds like us growing up with my dad he's like a fisherman uh you know he didn't do that for a living but he was fishing all the time all the time and like every other day what were we having fish baked fish fried fish it's like god you know if it wasn't red beans and rice on monday which is a tradition in here in louisiana it was like fish almost the rest of the week you
0: know, it was uh, Listen, I, even though we grew up in the same household, we have two different life perspectives. I never really remember being upset about having the different styles of fish that I can remember.
2: I haven't announced That's great. Make That's great. <laughs> Me too.
0: All this talking of Love food, you. I know. So
2: just a quick question. So on your social media, are you currently walking people through the steps of the greenhouse? So, so like, not right now. I'm
1: going to make... Uh, Patreon, I don't know if you heard of that. I started making it. I'm gonna Mm -hmm. fully go through it and I'm gonna have like uh, a behind the scenes and stuff and show people how I compost, how I'm going in a greenhouse and a couple other things. It's gonna, it's like has tiers and lists of how you can like have people access to what you're doing. Uh, It's very easy to compost, very easy. And you can grow your own food very easily as well. Start out small, don't do anything big. You do not need a big space All you need is a little bit of sun and dirt and you're good and some water.
2: Because I think in in today's climate that a lot of people are shifting towards uh, learning how to grow their own food and, um, you know, take care of their family in a more healthy light. And so I think that you're going to be very successful with that. And it's a great thing to put out there.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate that.
0: And um, I, w- I want to round out with some of the five things that you said you shouldn't say about cooking, because you did take time in, in saying this. So I'm gonna I really did. It, since you couldn't <laughs> really remember is one is saying, I can't cook because everybody can cook with practice. No mistake is a bad thing. Mistakes are the building blocks of success. And that is so true. Number two, you said, you need to go to color- culinary school to be a good chef. And you reiterated again, trial and error, tasting, adjusting, never stop learning and improving. Number three was cooking is too time consuming and you encourage people to get on the meal prep train. You said one day a week, you can make everything and separate it and get it into the fridge, the pantry, the freezer. And that way when you're hungry, it's just really easy to pull those ingredients together and have a great meal your fourth tip was healthy food is bland and gross and we've already established that marinating and spices are the secret to great dishes
2: and fennel apparently
0: yes and so uh we'll be looking forward to the instructions on how to with fennel the secret is fennel and zatar. And you guys have to know that you heard that here first on Louisiana Sister Squad Podcast. Chef Willie says, it's the best spice ever. Go get it today, sell out all your grocery stores and don't forget to uh, add him and get his spices in your pantry ASAP. The urgency in that is now.
1: There's a link in my bio. If you're interested in anything, just send me a DM and I'll get you covered.
0: You could find all the links to our guests on our channel, Louisiana Sister Squad, on Instagram and Telegram, of course, and Gitter. And now Gitter, we do enjoy Telegram. It's a great way for you guys to connect with us when we do open up the chat. And we look forward to hosting some guests on our Telegram channel as well, opening yeah. up for Q and A. So that's something to look forward to as well. Well, Chef Willie. Thank you again so much for your time today. You're it so has welcome. Truly, truly been a pleasure getting to know you. Uh, we've been friends for about two years now, and now I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I'm ready to get some spices, and I sure am hungry. All right. Well, that's everything for us today. And Chef Willie, we appreciate you, again, just being on the show, and we're looking forward to our guests being able to connect further.
2: Yeah, we can't thank wait so to, to talk to you again. And we really hope that um, you come on for our Q&A because I know probably a lot of people Definitely. out there would have some questions for you and uh, want to quiz you about these spices in particular since they're so unique. Sure.
0: Okay. Thank you guys so much for joining us and we are wishing you all a positive day. Stay blessed.